It is Tuesday, March 30th, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today, I've got a few news items to cover off from the US MTS and Super Dirt Car Series and a few others, and then I share my thoughts on the NASCAR day on the Bristol Dirt. So let's jump in. Announced this morning, we've lost yet another Flow Racing Night in America series race to poor weather. Tomorrow night's race at Tri-City Speedway in Illinois has now been postponed to May 25th because of cold temperatures and gusty winds in the forecast. That makes it two for two for the new midweek racing series put on by Flow Racing, Michael Rigsby, Ben Sheldon, and their crew. The series will now open April 15th at Tyler County Speedway in West Virginia with a 10,000 to win race. For more details on on the schedule, visit flowracing.com. The Super Dirt Car Series 4 Big Block Modifieds made an addition to their 2021 schedule yesterday with the announcement that they will compete on the new 3 8 mile track at the Bloomsburg Fairgrounds Raceway in Pennsylvania. This will be the first time for the series at the track, which is going racing again after a 30-plus year hiatus from holding dirt races. The new Super Dirt Car race is scheduled for Thursday, September 2nd, and will be a 100-lap, 10,000-to-win race. Sets up a nice weekend for the big block competitors as two days after Bloomsburg, the series heads to Lebanon Valley for the 25,000-to-win Mr. Dirt Track USA. Super Dirt Car Series 2021 season hasn't kicked off just yet, with racing not scheduled to open until April 10th at Can-Am Speedway. Remember that the opening SDS races in Florida at Dirt Car Nationals do not count towards the season-long points. To see more on the SDS schedule, visit SuperDirtCarSeries.com. And in the release, I saw it mentioned that Port Royal's Steve O'Neill is promoting the races at Bloomsburg Fairgrounds, which I didn't realize before. Bloomsburg is running a special events schedule in 2021, which includes events for the USAC East Coast Sprint Cars, USAC National Sprint Cars and Midgets, ULMS Late Models, the Short Track Super Series, URC Sprint Cars, and more. O'Neill has done a fantastic job at Port Royal in recent years, and the fairgrounds didn't want to compete with Port, uh, which is about an hour and a half or hour and 45 minutes away. Uh, so so the easy thing to do was bring on their promoter. I think it's a great move, and you know that the facility will be tuned up with O'Neill involved. I mentioned on the show yesterday that the U.S. MTS Modifieds are headed to Hamilton County Speedway this upcoming weekend, but that's not they were supposed to be originally. They were going to be at 34 Raceway for the very first U.S. MTS versus UMP Spring Challenge, but issues with the, all the rain uh, and getting the track prepared forced the event to be moved to the fall. I've not seen an actual date for the reschedule, but I'll share it when we find out. So in response to the loss of the event, USMTS will now race this weekend at Hamilton County on Friday and Saturday. I don't think I talked about this before, but I was kind of pumped to see this clash of the two different modified communities happen. I know the rules vary a bit uh, between IMCA, Dirt Car, and USRA, but it would be cool if we got to see a bit more crossover from time to time. We kind of have this constant conversation about Outlaws versus All-Stars or Outlaws versus Posse or Outlaws versus Lucas and Late Model World. And it'd be fun if we could do a bit more of that with a modified racing. Hopefully 34 Raceway is able to get the event rescheduled for a good date in the fall so we can uh, have something fun to watch. For more information on the USMTS and this weekend's racing, visit USMTS.com. It took a few extra days because of some nasty weather, but the NASCAR on dirt weekend at Bristol is officially in the books. We saw both the Truck Series and Cup Series run yesterday with Martin Trix Jr. dominating the Truck Series race in a Kyle Busch Motorsports entry and Joey Logano holding off Denny Hamlin late to win the Cup Series race. 
There were some questions about the state of the track going into yesterday's racing with it taking so much rain, but I think the track crew did a fantastic job to get the surface ready for the day. Thought it was pretty racy, and while it did get a little dusty at one point in the cup race, overall there were no major issues. Running 250 lap races on dirt is something that just doesn't happen across the landscape of dirt, uh, landscape of dirt racing, and I think the track crew should be commended for keeping the track together for that amount of cars and that amount of laps. I think it's important to remember that what we were seeing uh, this last couple of days, there were a lot of firsts. You know, the trucks have run at Eldora in recent years, and we've seen dirt on Eldora in the past, but not like this. I think the teams and series learned a lot over the last few days, and I think the future could be very bright for NASCAR's future on dirt tracks. I think the tracks will continue to get better. The teams will understand better where they need to be with the cars and the setups. I think Goodyear can make some tire adjustments and more. And the interesting thing is we'll get to see this again. The trucks will be at Knoxville later this summer, and NASCAR in Bristol announced yesterday that the spring race at Bristol in 2022 will again be on dirt. It's a massive undertaking to turn that place into a dirt half mile, but the track and series decided it was worth it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see next year as well with the next-gen car coming in. I think that will add in uh, some new challenges, but uh, we can talk about that at a later point. And looking at the actual racing from yesterday, I'm a bit stunned that the dirt guys were basically a non-factor in both races. Larson effectively had to come from the rear in both races for different reasons and ended up crashed in both. I do think that a better starting spot in the cup race would have benefited him in a pretty big way, but with all the success he'd had on dirt in the last year, I wouldn't have believed it if you would have told me a few days ago that Larson would finish 35th and 29th in the two NASCAR dirt races. Even with starting in the rear in the cup race, given the car he's in and his experience, I thought he'd be up to the front pretty quickly, but that just didn't materialize. We also saw Christopher Bell make a rare mistake and remove himself from contention as well, and actually that spin from Bell is what caught, uh, caught Larson out. We didn't see much from guys like Chase Briscoe in either race or Stuart Friesen in the truck race specifically. I do think the nature of driving big heavy stock cars on dirt is drastically different than anything the, uh, these guys would normally do on dirt. And I also think NASCAR has some very good drivers that can adapt quickly to track types and surfaces in their cars. In the end, the cream rose to the top and you saw two super successful NASCAR drivers win the two races. In terms of the overall reaction, it seemed like folks enjoyed the day and the response was pretty positive. Uh, there were some haters and some stupid things said, which I think is to be expected, but I think days like yesterday are good for both NASCAR and the greater dirt racing community. It was nice to see both, uh, both sides talking about the same things and the same racing. And don't forget, we aren't quite done with Bristol Dirt yet in 2021. We still do have those two World of Outlaws weekends coming up next in a few weeks, uh, so plenty more to be talked about with the Bristol Dirt. The only thing on the streaming schedule today is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. If you missed it yesterday, make sure to check out my new Conversations episode with Chance Crum. He's a sprint car and midget driver from the state of Washington. We talked about his Chili Bowl with Clawson Marshall, uh, running 360s in California, and a lot more. Also, if you're a late model fan, check out the recent episode I did with Ben Shelton. We talked about a ton of late model topics, including the Flow Racing Night in America series. Uh, you can find those episodes in the Dirt, uh, Dirt Tracker podcast feed or on the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel. That's it for the show today. Hope everyone has a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, you can leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. 
You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok uh, at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 